Hi, I'm Sarah Shea. And I'm Strangely Duesberg. Welcome to the Pilot House. A podcast where we watch all the shows we missed the first time around. Try to figure out where the heck they were going with this. Welcome to this very special season finale. Woo! We did it! Two whole seasons! <laughs> Go team us! Yeah, I, I, I cannot believe we've made it this far. Not because I don't like making Looks things like with you, but... we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. We have basically 30 episodes now? Yeah. Is that how many? I just, it's, it's always amazing when you get to a point where you have, like, a large amount of something that you've done. Like, just the amount of work that getting, like, the first couple episodes out... You know, I, I think the the second or third episode of season one was just like it was like nine hours in the edit. Moonlighting. Yeah, moonlighting, <laughs> and then um, the, and we were not having fun doing it, and we both started to maybe question like, what are we doing with this? Yeah, and then when we watched the wrong show for Degrassi oh, in season that's one, right? But but season two, like, I feel like everything's just gotten faster and smoother and. I like making it more. Yeah. Like, I like making things with you, but the podcast initially, I was like, I'm taking my favorite thing, which is yelling at a friend about TV. <laughs> yelling with a friend. Yelling with a friend. Yeah. I, I mean, when I say at, it's just yelling near a friend. Yeah. <laughs> but like... I, We're both yelling. <laughs> I took, yelling! I took that and then turned it into like an office job. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> But at the you same, you took something fun and turned right. it into a job. But at the same time, like season two, like is this being an artist? It's, it's just better. Like yeah, I, I and I, I think like a huge part of that is not just that we're getting better at making it, but I feel like people are engaging with it more. Yeah, which I feel less like I'm yelling into a bag. Like the fact that we have some awesome folks on Patreon. You know, a paper I'm sorry, bag. yelling into a bag. I expected the word to be void, <laughs> instead bag. And I just imagined you with like a paper lunch bag, but instead like... of breathing into it, you're screaming. I guess I've never <laughs> liked the expression yelling into a void because a void feels so like grand and like if you found the void to yell into, that's kind of impressive. But like, I that's just, one way to look at it. I feel like yelling yeah. into a bag is like, <laughs> like it's just muffled, you know. Sure, sure. Well, on that note, I think uh, we can take a moment to say thank you very much to all of our Patreon patrons and all of our listeners, but especially the Patreon patrons for helping to support this podcast and making it feel uh, a little more productive and less, slightly less futile. <laughs> Look, guys, uh, making a podcast is hard for one particular reason that you don't expect when you start it out, which is that people don't always tell you what they think of your podcast after they listen to it. So also on that note, if you'd like to tweet at us or shoot us an email or post a review on iTunes, we would really appreciate it. It's just for, if no other reason, if not just for promotional reasons, just so we know that you heard it and you liked it. It's nice to hear. We're both per live performers. We're used to getting a read on the audience in the moment and podcasting, you really don't know. It's hard when there's no people in the bag. Yeah, there's no one in the bag to applaud. Or not applaud, so you know that they're not digging it. You know, there's just nothing, nothing gives back to you with the podcast. 
Unless people tweet or email or whatever. So, thanks. If you have done that, we appreciate you. So, speaking of voids. Moving on. What we like to do during our season finales, if uh, you didn't listen to the season one finale, is go back over the list of shows that we watched during the previous season and revisit our final verdict for each show, which is whether we wanted to watch more. And then we talk about, did we end up watching more? Did we say we were going to and then didn't? Did we say we absolutely weren't and then ended up like marathoning four seasons? Let's go do that. Yeah. So let's start with episode 18, which is the first episode of this season. Mm -hmm. And we watched The Good Place. Now, uh, you will have noticed probably that we ended up doing a catch-up episode to talk about the first season. So I'll just say uh, we were both a yes, although slightly skeptical about whether we would really love the show, which, spoiler alert, uh, we do now. And and I, I think we, we spent a lot of time talking about that. I'm not sure how much we touched on it in the catch-up episode, but it was just because that very first episode didn't quite feel like a complete pilot, which we later found out the first two episodes of that first season were good aired ones. together, I yeah. think, as a, as a pilot. So it would have been nice if we'd known that we would have watched the first two episodes and considered that the pilot. But you can listen to the catch-up episode for more about that. So moving on to episode 19... Star Trek, the animated series. We were both a no on that one. I think I might have said something to the effect of, like, unless I wanted to show it to someone else for, for like, yeah. shits and giggles. Uh, but, yeah, we were both pretty much underwhelmed by... We expected it to be uh, funny in a... in, in its, campy way. Or in camp, yeah, we expected it to be kind of campy and funny in its badness. And instead, we were both sort of underwhelmed. Yeah, you know, it was the kind of thing where I am not entirely 100% certain I've watched every episode of the original series. Mm-hmm. And if I want to scratch that itch, I'd probably just go dig up an episode of the original series I don't quite remember. Yeah. More so than watching, like, strange, cheap animation. Yeah. So. Although, as uh, we've learned from the internet, many people feel very strongly, as we did, mm-hmm. about the very cool character, or not character design, the very cool uh, ship and, you know, just art design of the background yeah. stuff. Um, we recently retweeted uh, some drawings someone else posted of some concept art from the show, and it really was quite fantastic stuff. Um, and it's just a shame that the animation budget wasn't equal to the art design. Moving on, episode 20, Supergirl. You said you would probably watch episode 2 and expect to know from that if you wanted to watch any further. And I said that I I really would like to watch more of it, but I also was kind of saying, I, I know myself, mm-hmm. and I don't think I will, given how much other stuff I have to do and other things I have to watch and other temptations, I was suspecting I wouldn't actually get around to watching it. So, strangely, did you watch any more of Supergirl? I did. I watched episode two and maybe three. I You know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I'll watch one more. I can't remember. But I... I, I still enjoyed it about the same as I enjoyed it when we watched the first episode. I then kind of got to the point where I was like, I want to watch the whole Arrowverse. And so I went back and ended up watching all the way up to episode 16 of season one of Arrow, kind of thinking I'll get caught up to this. Mm. Uh, it was wall-to-wall John Barrowman. 
he very much shows up. I know we were we, like both. Yeah, that's what we talked about when we watched Arrow in first in in season one. Uh, but th- episode blank, true yeah. believers. Let's pretend I know off the top of my head the number of the episode where we talked about Arrow. I think it was episode five. Somebody will tweet that it. Sounds at us, convincing. I'm sure. uh, I wish we had the kind of fans who would tweet the numbers of our episodes at us. Uh. But, uh, you know, I, I just kind of got bogged down in it. Like, it was fine. Again, it was fine, but it just wasn't great. But that's about mm-hmm. Arrow, not Supergirl. Supergirl seems fun. Like, yeah. at some point, I will probably go back to it. But lately, I've just been on a Lost Girl kick, so. Oh, that's where my okay. That's where my, like, late night eating golden Oreos and having the sads TV time is happening. Oh, well, ho- hopefully we'll get around to doing maybe a season two catch up uh, for that one. Yeah. Someday. Keep uh, stay tuned if you like that sweet uh, supernatural Canadian drama action. Yeah, I did not, as I predicted, end up watching any more of Supergirl. Mm-hmm. I no particular reason, not due to not liking the show. Just I guess I didn't like it quite enough for it to grab me when there's so much other stuff to watch. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, episode twenty one. Party of five, you were a tentative yes. I felt a tentative yes until I saw some stuff online about the depths of drama that the show got up to in later seasons. And I, as I described it, pinwheeled away from the edge of the abyss because I was reminded of the experience of watching Gilmore Girls and how dramatic and ridiculous that show was and how much it negatively affected my life to get wrapped up in it. So... Uh, I did not, for self-care reasons, end up watching any more Party of Five. Did you? No. I, par- partially because I never got around to it, but also I, until about this past January, I was sort of like subleasing on my friend's Netflix, like I was sharing a Netflix password right. with a friend. And when that went away, instead of seeking out another Netflix password or signing up for Netflix... I just kind of started using my Amazon Prime. And if there was a show I really wanted to watch more of, I would just buy the season. Mm. Uh, because what I've actually found is that I end up spending about the same amount. And I spend a little bit less time, like, going, you know, scrolling through Am- uh, Netflix, being like, what do I want to watch? Mm, fair, fair, fair. Uh, and they canceled all of the, the, the Luke Cages and the Jessica Joneses, so... Oh, there's no more of that on the Netflix? It's the, gone? Yeah. Well, it's, it's all the stuff they made already is still there, but they're not making any more. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never uh, watched those shows, so sorry. Yeah. I'm not involved in that universe. fuck Ike Perlmutter. Anyway, moving on. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's the Marvel TV producer who hates Kevin Feige for no apparent reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun. Anyway, episode 22 was Longmire, mm-hmm. which I was an easy yes on that one. And you can listen to our catch-up episode about it from this season if you want to hear more. Just a quick question about that, Longmire. Oh, sure. I know we did the catch-up episode where you had watched all of season one, and you started watching into season two. Which I, I have believe. now completed season mm-hmm. two. And we talked about doing a catch-up episode for season two, but we decided... To just eventually we will do a catch-up episode whenever I am done watching the show. Whether I watch all of it or I decide I'm finished at some point. We'll get back together and do a Patreon-only kind of 
catch up about the entire series. Mm-hmm. I actually have not gotten around to starting season three yet because um, I've been watching a lot of Gardener's World, <laughs> which is an old British uh, gardening show that is very soothing to have on when you don't want to think very hard. Sorry. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, this show that we're recording? <sighs> Sorry, I started thinking about Monty Don's curly hair and I got distracted. Uh, episode 23, <laughs> Jack of All Trades. We were both an enthusiastic yes mm-hmm. on that show. However, it is not available on any of the proper streaming services. Someone has uploaded all of it to Dailymotion or Vimeo or something like that. So it's out there to be had. But I think part of the reason I did not seek it out is I would have to specifically be in the mood for that show. And I would also not be able to watch it on my TV. Because I don't have like a Daily Motion app on my Blu-ray player that I use to watch Netflix and such things on the TV. And I hate watching things on my laptop, so it's just like that. I have not watched anymore because, to be perfectly honest, I just have not thought about that show since the day we recorded the live episode. Yeah. That was such a busy, like, day for me. To be fair, yeah, we were, that was also, that happened in the middle of tour, or towards the end of tour, even. Yeah. And so much stuff happened, you know, when you get back from tour, when you've been away for a long time, there's so much going on in your life, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you have to be very committed to a show to even remember to watch it when yeah. all that stuff is happening and clearly neither of us were that committed so but don't worry uncle bruce i will probably watch it someday yeah i i could imagine watching it again it just i think it would have to be something specific that made me pick it up again that's actually one where i know that there's like a dvd box set that you can get from like there's like a uk region free dvd box set mm-hmm. i i would probably spend like 20 bucks on that it's it's a 20 dollar worth of fun to me thing. Yeah. I think if I borrowed the DVDs from somebody, I could, I would probably end up watching them. Is that a hint, Sarah? Yeah. (laughs) What? Me? (laughs) I'm just saying, if I knew someone. (laughs) The next episode, 25, was Miss Fisher. That was an all or none where Mm -hmm. I had seen all of it and you had seen none. So strangely, what was your final verdict for Miss Fisher? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. I wanted more and planned to watch more and did not. This is another thing that fell victim to my no longer Netflixing. Yeah. Uh, at the present. Honestly, that's that's worth mentioning. The ease of access, mm-hmm. which it can be kind of in a general way, like Jack of All Trades not being on any of the streaming services, and also personal ease of access. I only pay for Netflix because I just can't afford to pay for the Hulus and the Amazon Primes and all the other things. So I picked Netflix because it seems like the best uh, bang for your buck. It has the most things that I want to watch. So if something's not on Netflix, I'm just way less likely to watch it. My personal spin on that ease of access is actually Amazon Prime Mm -hmm. because they have pretty much, for for films, they have everything. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not free to stream, you can pay $4 or whatever. To get it. So you're already there. You type it in. You're on the page. I'm more likely to just be like, yeah, sure. Here's four bucks mm-hmm. to stream it than I am to like, oh, it's not on Netflix. Well, what else is? Yeah. Kind of a thing. So That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Well, I'm very disappointed that you didn't end up watching all of Miss Fisher because I just want to talk to you about Miss Fisher and... Just, I have been stymied in that desire. So, 
Uh, I might have to give you my Netflix password so you can get back on that train. Because <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts about all the places that it goes. Anyway, episode 26, Hustle. Mm-hmm. We were both an enthusiastic yes. But this was also um, an access issue because that one is not available on any of the streaming services. It is a UK show. It might be available on one of the UK specific ones like BritBox or Acorn. Why is that called Acorn? It's not important. But you have all of it. Mm -hmm. And you gave me the files and I just haven't gotten around to watching them because... Literally, I am so lazy these days that it's like, oh, I would have to go in my room and get my laptop and get my HDMI cable out and connect it to my TV to watch it. Ugh, if I can, I'm already on the couch. If I just push a button, Netflix will happen. Damn, sometimes I'm just, I think that's what is, I don't sit down to watch TV unless I'm already feeling lazy. And at that point, I just want whatever's the easiest to make happen in front of me, so... I need to be a little more proactive about the media that I consume. Because I think I'm consuming a lot of dumb garbage because I'm already lazy once I get there. And that's maybe not great. Way too much Midsummer Murders in my life lately. I am surpri- I'm surprised that Netflix has never implemented a play anything button. Like, oh, that sounds dangerous. You know what like I mean? Like a random article. Like like on Wikipedia you can do random give me article. a random article. Yeah. Wow, that would be... Isn't that strange that they haven't done that, though? I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of surprised they haven't, because I think a lot of people would play that game. Honestly, while we're on the subject of Netflix, I was on Netflix under someone else's account mm-hmm. recently, and I was blown away by how much different stuff I saw. Yeah. Like, you don't realize how much of what they show you is tailored by algorithms by what you've already watched. Like, I was just seeing stuff where I'm like, what? I didn't know that show was on Netflix. That's never come up. Even people who were getting the same titled uh, playlist kind of thing. Not playlist, but you know how I have, like, like feel-good TV dramas or whatever. Even when I saw that person had the same titled thing... It was different results from what I got. I was really blown away. I was like, there's so much on Netflix that you won't even know about unless you specifically look for it. They're they're never going to serve it up to you based on your watch history. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's a weird example of, I would totally try that watch anything button. I probably wouldn't end up watching whatever it was, but I'd do it just to see what came up. Yeah. Just like some sort of roulette button. Like, I yeah. I find any feature like that really interesting. I, I For the Strangely and Friends podcast, I ended up watching a film called In the Electric Mist, starring Tommy Lee Jones and Peter Sarsgaard from 2009. What? Yeah. And what? I found it, heard of it by going on Amazon and just agreeing with myself that I was going to type in... Uh, something. I, I had some sort of word I typed in it was like detective story or something and I was like I'm gonna watch the first actual movie so not like some weird direct to streaming you know Asylum Studios thing I'm gonna watch the first actual movie that I've never heard of Asylum Studios is never worth it no you always think that will be you think it'll be funny and then it's just sad it's the Taco Bell of 
cinema productions. Oh, that is, excuse me. I'm taking umbrage with that on behalf of Taco Bell. I mean, I, no, I, 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 I go to Taco Bell. I'm not, I'm not. I'm just saying, I, I have felt more satisfied by a meal at Taco Bell than I have by watching an asylum film. But anyway. That should be on the box. Less satisfying than Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Don't watch the Sherlock Holmes one they did with dinosaurs. It's very dumb. Sad. Anyway, are we ready to move on? Let's move on. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, Hustle. Did we watch? Yeah, we watched episode two together. We did. And loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely was on board. Nothing about episode two made me go, oh, never mind. They've gone in a different direction here. Which happens sometimes with the second episode. But at least as of episode two, we were both still on board. So almost certainly more of that will get watched at some point. And you've seen more than that, right? You watched a yes, couple more? Yes, I've watched all the way to the second episode of series two, which I, I didn't really do intentionally, but these are six episode seasons and I just didn't. Right. Yeah, I was kind of in the flow and all of a sudden it was like, oh, hmm, <laughs> hey, uh, I intend to watch the whole series at some point. It's only 40 episodes or something like that. And and it ran for 65 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> British TV. Uh, but yeah, I, I look forward to doing some sort of maybe series overview or catch up or something like that with you at some point. Because yeah. it's a great show. Yeah. It hits all of, the, all of the notes I want from a show like that. Totally. I do want to mention that when we posted the Hustle episode, I usually go look up a picture of the cast or something to post on Instagram. When I looked up Hustle cast and looked at pictures, I found some very confusing photos. I don't know what they mean. I found some pictures that had, like, different cast members, and I was like, oh, maybe later in the show some people leave and new people come in. Fine. But it was, like, Mickey and Albert and then a different young guy and a different girl or Mm -hmm. something like that, right? And I was like, oh, maybe they change up some of the actors. But I also found a couple of pictures of... They were clearly, like, cast photos, posed, costumed cast photos of the entire cast from the pilot, but a different black guy instead of Adrian Lester. I was like... Yeah, so apparently Adrian Lester went away for a whole series. Like, he couldn't do it because he was shooting a movie or something. Uh, And so they had, like, some other black guy there for, like, a year. They just... Because they were like... I have at least one more. Like, yeah. that's weird. I hope the re- the explanation is it's his brother or his cousin or something. I have something. no idea. I otherwise, would... it'd be just a little bit. I was so confused. I felt like I was felt like I was in Sliders, that episode of Sliders where they think they're home, oh, yeah. and then they keep seeing things that are slightly off. I was like, because at first you see main guy and some different people, and you think, oh, they changed up the cast later in the show. But then seeing the original cast, but like a different black guy, I was like, what is? Who is, how, hap, okay, that's a, thank you for making yeah. me feel less crazy. Yeah. Moving on, mm-hmm. episode 28, Deadwood. We actually are recording this pretty quick uh, after recording our Deadwood episode, so we have not had a chance to watch anymore, but we are both a yes, mm-hmm. uh, and I was only like slightly, I'm definitely going to watch at least a couple more episodes. I could imagine myself falling off of the train, uh at some point because I just, I I don't know. I had this weird premonition of like, I could see myself maybe not following through on this, but I'm definitely game to watch at least a couple more. I intend to watch the whole series. I would like to, because I'd love to watch the whole show to understand it, which we just, we just talked about this on the, 
on the Deadwood episode, but I would like to watch all of it and the movie because people so far seem um, positive about the movie. Yes. Uh, I've seen a couple of like pre-release reviews and at least one friend I know got to like see a preview for whatever reason and was like, described it as like, this is, it, it delivers on things that the, that the fans were sort of like, quote unquote, robbed of in the, uh, the way the show was wrapped up. So, well, anyway. I'm glad hearing that I'm going to watch the whole series has brought you around. No, no, I'm, I felt that way in the beginning. Yeah. I would uh, like to watch all of it. Yeah. I just, something about the show makes me feel like it's possible I won't. Oh, maybe I'm having a weird future vision. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I should clarify what I mean. I intend to watch the whole series regardless of the quality just for my own edification because of how high a standing it has in the popular zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if I get 10 episodes in and I'm like, I hate this. I like none of these people. This is not enjoyable. I will probably finish watching it. Okay. You're going to probably power through just so you can understand Deadwood. Yeah. That's fair. Because whenever people talk about long form storytelling and television writing, Deadwood is one of the like five or six things that comes up as being the reason why we are in the current media landscape that we are. Mm. And so far, like what I've seen of it, it makes sense that it is. There's, there's just, I, I generally don't enjoy long format storytelling where they just keep adding another thing to keep it going and keep at, you know, they keep adding on sure. an, an ending or whatever. <clears throat> uh, Excuse me. Yeah, exactly. And Deadwood is always cited by people as kind of like the anti that thing. It's like they kind of had like clear vision and clear direction. Oh, okay. And it's not like they kind of lost their flavor blasted minds halfway through season two. <laughs> okay. And so that is, that is why I say like, I intend to watch the whole series. Mm hmm regardless of quality. All right. Well, if I, for some reason, end up not watching all of it, if I stop watching it, because I guess part of the thing is my, part of my brain goes, you know yourself, Sarah, and sometimes the violence gets to be too much in shows like this. So if the violence, uh, particularly violence against women, becomes too much for me, you know, I could see myself not watching the rest of it. And if that does happen, you and I will have to sit down and have a chat about it once you've finished it so I can hear... Because I do love hearing about things that I've like, look, I just, I cannot watch this thing, but I want to understand what is significant about it. So I've, I've, you know, occasionally watched like a YouTube mm-hmm. uh, review, you know, Movies with Mikey is great for me for that. Like I was able to find out what was significant about Cabin in the Woods, which I was never going to be able to watch. Right. So I would, uh, I would love to sit down and have a chat with you about it if that happens. Sounds good. That's it. That's all the shows from season two that we watched. That's our catch-up. Sorry, I reused the word catch-up. Catch-up means something in the universe of Pilot House. I can't just use it (laughs) willy-nilly. Is there anything else you want to talk about uh, season two before we move on to some future vision chatting about season three? Yeah, I I think it's interesting that just percentage-wise, season two had a lot more of us sticking around shows we actually ended up picking up shows and watching more of them there were more catch-ups there was more later discussion i 
something that I kind of regretted about season one is that we watched all these shows and there was sort of like all these new things hitting the eyeballs, but it didn't really amount to much in terms of changing my media diet. And it was always my hope with doing a show like this that I would find things that I would not otherwise end up looking at. Or I would yeah. give a chance to things just because, hey, even if it's terrible, I can I can podcast about it. Yeah. Well, and also, I think in the first season, we were much quicker to say, yeah, I'll watch more of this. And this time, we were a little more cognizant of the limits of our schedules and our ability to watch and take in new stuff. I also feel that with season two, we were a little bit more selective with the programs that we watched. We were oftentimes responding to listener suggestions. So it was kind of things that people wanted to hear our comments on, which I think in turn contributed to having programs that were actually interesting and exciting. Mm -hmm. Season one had a lot of stuff that like on paper sounded good, like Gossip Girl or Rain. But I feel like in execution ended up feeling like a lot more work because they were so outside of... That's a good point. Yeah. We we definitely did a lot of things. We thought, oh, this will be great. And then watched it and was like, crap, that was not... Can't believe we have to talk about this nonsense. Yeah. The killing. But, yeah, this season we ended up with a lot of fan requests, which ended up being great. So, please, if you have uh, any requests, let us know. We love to get that feedback. It's nice to know that whatever we end up watching, one of our listeners already really liked it and wants to hear what we have to say about it. That just makes it the whole process more enjoyable. So yeah, that's that. please do let us know if you have any requests. Exactly. That's that, that kind of conversation feedback thing that I was referencing at the top of the show that just like, I feel like people are responding to what we do Yeah. and getting something out of it. And I hope that that continues in the future. I, uh, speaking of the future. Speaking of. Let's talk let's, about the future, Sarah. Yeah, let's talk about season three and what our plans are. Well, the most notable thing to say is we've decided that season three will start in October. Oh, now I can't remember the top, off the top of my head which day. Early October. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for the actual date. Um, but in between when this episode drops in June and when the show comes back in October, we will be uploading to the Patreon a full episode at least once a month of like bonus content which is going to be like catch-up episodes that sort of thing so you will also be you will be getting more content during the break if you sign up for the Patreon so if you're into that if you don't want to wait a couple of months without your Sarah and Strangely fix at least one episode a month. That's something that with kind of the new media landscape with things like podcasts and TV, I, I find the breaks between seasons excruciating because I, it, I end up like coming back into a season and being like, what's, where are we? What's going on? And I know not everybody feels that way. And if yeah. you don't feel that way, that's fine. But if you do feel that way and yeah. you want to see us at least once a hear us at least once a month yeah see us with your ears yes well i feel the same way especially about podcasts because when i listen to a podcast it's because i'm doing something else and i want to have a podcast playing while i'm cleaning or Mm -hmm. working on something that involves my hands but not that much of my brain and if i'm in the mood to listen to a particular podcast and i've listened to all of them and they're on a break it's a freaking bummer so if you're wanting more of us uh, we're going to definitely be uploading. There's going to be 
a season two catch-up of The Good Place. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing a catch-up of a show from season one, which we did not end up watching any more of before. Do we want to say what it is? I want to give I, people yeah. a chance. I mean, my boy Jerome Flynn's in it. So. Yeah. Well, we finally ended up watching season one of River Street, which we watched in in season one of Pilot House, and we were both a yes in the final verdict. We wanted to watch more, and then for some reason, you know, busy with watching, you know, 20 freaking shows for that first season of the podcast, we never ended up following up on it. And then I finally picked it back up again, and we're going to talk about it, and there's so much to say. A lot of it is about Jerome Flynn, but there's lots of other things to say about the other people in the show as well. So uh, if you were hoping we would talk about it, good news. If you want to start watching it now, it's only an eight episode season. Thank you, United Kingdom, for your short seasons that are easy to catch up on. So you have time to watch that whole season and uh, be following along with us while we talk about it. But we're also going to do a couple of like mini uh, bonus episodes where we talk about like a specific topic, mm-hmm. um, something that we've talked about on the podcast or something that is TV related, but not about a specific television program. So we're going to do some more little short ones as well. So you, there's going to be plenty of fun, extra content over on the Patreon during the break. Do go check it out. But when the show comes back in October, if you're not into the Patreon thing, we will be talking about a whole bunch of new shows that we're really excited about. There's going to be a little bit of a theme. I've uh, got the list here. Oh, Do you want me to just give them the list? Should we just announce should it? Just give them the list. Well, we do have to rearrange things slightly, though. Remember, we made the list and then we moved Deadwood. We did, but uh, I could just say TBA when I get to that one. Well, we could just say a couple of the things. Let's not do all of them. Let's, okay, let's say our say let's say two ooh, of our ooh, favorites ooh, each. Ooh. Yeah, let's okay. each pick the thing we're most excited to watch in yeah. season three. Yeah. Okay. Great. You go first. Okay. So you're looking at the list. I I'm gonna say two. There is there's one that I've never watched and I've I've heard about and I'm just like, what is this? How is this real? We're gonna be watching my mother the car. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes, we will. And we will also be watching my favorite sci-fi series of all time, Stargate SG-1. I'm so excited. That's going to be the episode that drops on my birthday. Oh, that's right. Yep. Well, I'm also very excited for that. I think the one I'm actually the most excited to talk about is Carnival, because I had this weird experience of uh, having a major season one spoiler Uh, thrown in my face when I attempted to watch it the first time and I set it aside thinking I'll give it a year or two so I forget that spoiler and then you know probably seven or eight years have passed since so I'm really excited to finally get back to giving that show another try so that's definitely my number one and then I'm also really really stoked to force you to watch Forever Night (laughs) No! Which is going to be amazing. Which is, that is a bit of an all or none. I haven't actually watched all of the show, but I've seen as much of it as I wish to. And so I'm really stoked to hear what you have to say about that show. Well, there we go. So if you're a fan of ridiculous Canadian supernatural sci-fi from the 90s, tune in for Forever Night. God, why? Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good one. I... There, 
There is one other show that we're going to be talking about in season three, and I, I want to, I want to give the the audience a hint of what it might be. Okay, sure, hint away. But I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's the it's the it's the planned second episode of season three. Can oh. you think? Can you think of a hint, like a, a a way that we could hint at what this might be? All right. Yeah. Um. Well, it will be the very first time we're doing what we're gonna start calling revisits, mm-hmm. where it's a show that both of us have seen all of, but we have not revisited the pilot in many many years. So it will be a show that I'm sure many of you have seen all of. In fact, probably some of you have watched all of it multiple times. I have not, but I know many, many people who have. I, I have, I think, a really obtuse hint. Ooh, go for it. Oh, I think that's too much of a hint. Is that too much of a hint? I think so. Oh. Oh, see, I no, I think that's I think that's too much. That might be too much too. But we could say there is a member of the Longmire cast is on this show. Hmm. Well, how about that? That's is that. Almost, that's almost too obtuse. Too obtuse. Okay, hold on. It's not LDP, unfortunately. Um. How about uh, it's a lot of people would call this their favorite TV show of all time. It's considered a favorite among many people. That's a, that's a little hint. It's uh, It was a formative show for many of us, especially uh, us uh, mid to older millennials. Yeah. I, I, I like that. We'll yeah. go with that. I just, I don't, wanna, I don't want anyone to actually guess. I just want to tease them. Yeah, well, you know, and and it's coming soon. Maybe maybe we'll we'll uh, we'll do like a secret uh, pre-release of that episode somewhere on Patreon or something like early early access. Maybe. I think that uh, that about does it, Sarah. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about that's upcoming? Plans for the future, hopes, dreams. Obviously, we want to try to get in touch with Lou Diamond Phillips and ask him to read our uh, pre-roll. Oh my god. Can you even imagine? Um, what? I don't know. My hopes and dreams. I just hope and dream that people will uh, let us know if they like the show. Tell their friends. Uh, share the podcast with anyone that you think would enjoy it. Uh, tweet about it. We really love doing this show, and it just makes it a lot easier for us to make time to do it when we know that people are enjoying it. And also... Uh, not to be crude, but when we're making a little bit of money off of it because we're both uh, struggling artists and every new patron makes it that much easier to take time away from our paying gigs that we don't enjoy as much to spend time on this podcast that we love. So. Thank you. You could single-handedly enable us each to take one less house cleaning or gardening and yard work and landscaping and cat sitting and dog sitting job that we hustle to fill the gaps between music gigs. So if you'd like to do that, go on over to patreon.com slash pilot house. Smash that donation button. <laughs> Nailed it. I guess that's it. That's why I don't know what else to say.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pilot House. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pilot House Pod. Visit our website, pilothousepodcast.com, or email us at pilothousepodcast.gmail.com to suggest future shows. Our podcast is entirely listener-supported, so thanks to this week's special guest stars, Chris and Tina, for supporting us on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash pilothouse to find out how you can become a series regular. Pilot House is a Herringbone Society production. Oh, by the way, Lou Diamond Phillips retweeted us. Did we tell you guys? <laughs> and he replied. Oh. Twice. <laughs> We're basically best friends. Um, it's kind of a big deal. Next up, somebody from The Good Place needs to respond or retweet. Maybe uh, maybe we'll get Mark uh, Evan Jackson to listen to our Stargate episode. I know he's a fan. We should do a, we should do a crossover episode with uh, Mark Evan Jackson's... What is that? Po- the Good the good Podcast? What is it called? The Good Place, the podcast. Yeah, we should do a crossover episode uh, with him. Guys, if you don't listen to The Good Place, the podcast, and you do watch The Good Place, you are missing out. It is delightful. And you will learn so much interesting stuff about how the show is made. I mean, and you just get to hear Mark Evan Jackson's voice more, which, like, I don't know what you want out of life if not that. And on that note... (gasps) Bye! Gold.